1: Welcome back, everybody. Besiktas International's The Black Eagles Podcast, episode 116. I am your host, Sinan Schwarting, live from New York City. And with me again, everybody, Evron Akman. How you doing, sir?
0: Doing good. How are you?
1: Good, good. Uh, pretty good, very good. I think we can say it was another good weekend. Uh, how do you feel about it all?
0: I wouldn't say it was perfect, but I—you can't ask for too much more than what happened. So.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll talk about the results and everything, and and how it, what it all meant and everything after. But, needless to say, yeah, very interesting weekend, as they all will be, I think, from here on out. But. Um. Yeah, we, so we were home uh, against Konyaspor, although it doesn't really make much of a difference these days. Um, and of course, as always, there was a ton riding on how we'd play. Of course, we wouldn't know how the results would shake out for the rest of the week. Of course, we do now, so we can talk about that in today's episode after we talk about this match. But uh, it doesn't even really matter either way whether whether they, our opponents win or lose We still need those three points to, to be catching up or or keeping up uh, Whatever it may be um, So yeah, like what did you think about? Konya sport going into this match Evron and and like our odds against them
0: Yeah, they've, they've been pretty bad. Like <laughs> This is probably the, the worst Konya team ever that, like that, I can remember Maybe not ever, but you know, at least like for the past five, six years, they've always been like one of like the more solid Honolulu teams. This year is not the case. They have two home wins the entire season. Um, they're you know they were hovering in the relegation zone uh, on goal difference, and uh, they definitely needed the points, but they just really lack anything going forward. Um, for being completely honest, so I think this is gonna be one of those games where you expect them just to park the bus. Yeah, try to counter
1: and we'll talk about the sort of table and everything again afterwards but the relegation zone really is a fascinating place to be right now i think you could say um but yeah for sure uh they were coming in on poor form um i don't know what their situation was like as far as injuries i think this was just about their best side as far as i know Certainly I yeah, know that about, like Bayic, Yevtovic, or Yevtavic, whatever, Milosevic, Umer Ali are like these are sort of uh, names that we've been seeing around the Turkish Super League for a while. So, um or that, that have established themselves with Konya even. So, you know, no I don't know. Yeah, they it's were, weird they're that they're, just they're so missing bad. Their, Um
0: they're starting left back and then oh. maybe that was really about it. Um Alper they brought, Uluden- they brought a new guy in. Yeah, th- he's the backup for, uh, Gu- Guilla- they have another Guilherme, who's been doing quite well, but he got injured last week, I believe, so. so
1: what's the story with, uh, is that Ali Turan, who's like not even starting for them?
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's the captain, <laughs> too. Yikes. But yeah, he hasn't been playing much this year.
1: Um, Awkward. Um, yeah, that's that's not that's not good for him, you'd imagine. He had a bit of a reputation for things, you know, people had hopes for him for the future. I guess that... Just not panning out <laughs> we could say
0: he's very old uh 36 years old uh he lost his starting spot um about halfway through the season kind of just happens not that they his replacements were very good um i guess if you want to say but uh you know there was and i think the other big not big change but i think everyone remembers setcon couldn't live the past he's been like their starting goalie for like 20 years it seems like but he did not play
1: so I uh that Turan name is is cursed I guess you could say right with Arda tumultuous (laughs) decline there's the other uh Turan who's a left back who also hasn't panned out what was his name Attila
0: Uh, Attila I don't even know where he is right now
1: yeah that didn't work out yeah, so anyway, no shocks there. What about our lineup though, everyone? So, <clears throat> Burak Yoma's up front. Uh, Germain Lenz made it into the lineup, uh, despite being potentially yeah. injured. Uh, Atiba and Diaby played in the midfield. Diaby behind the striker. I guess really more of a, back, uh, of a central forward or something. Um, besides that, no surprises, I don't think, right? Like Vida, Ruiz. Ridvan, yeah. Now.
0: I guess it's worth mentioning that uh, Lajic was hurt, um, slash also apparently has Corona. Yeah. Um, so he was out, and then Vida came back from his injury, um, which I guess was like the, the major major absence. That's why we saw Diaby playing as like that second striker type thing because uh, we did not have any other number tens really. So, Dodo made his return to the bench,
1: which uh, um, for
0: the first time since October. So,
1: and we'll spoil this—he did not appear in the match. So, <laughs> might as well just get that out of the way, because that's what I was really like looking forward to when I saw his name on it. Um, yeah, yeah. Obviously, the I think Lehman would see the lineup and see Diaby out there and think, "Uh oh, this isn't good."
0: <laughs> Um, Especially, I think, with not having lights, definitely is you, know, you lose that creativity. Yeah, and you know, potentially, if you're going to be in one of those games where I kind of was a little bit scared of, where it's going to be, like, you know, seventy minutes of zero zero. Um, that's the type of game you don't want. Maybe Tiavian, but um, yeah. But
1: and, and it's worth noting know. also that his best performance with Patrick Dash early on, when we still, I think, had hopes for him and, and whatnot. I yeah. uh, was, uh, as a secondary striker um, against, was it Kaiser Spor or something like that? Like, Alani, Alani. Sport, I believe. Uh, yeah. But so, you know, for anyone hoping for the best, they had perhaps that to rest their head on or whatever. But yeah, no shocks in the lineup, I don't think, at all. Uh, but let's just cut right to the chase. Let's, let's talk about what happened out there. So the match started tentatively, I think. Tash really has found their niche you know they, they, they have a style that they have stuck with and have been consistent with now certainly since they've returned but I mean they established it fairly quickly I, I think you could say uh, I mean I, I guess well, I mean since Sergen has come in and installed it I should say um, yeah. so good stuff right off the bat. We attacked uh, to no uh, fruition, but in the 15th minute, we got a, a red card. Let me hand that to you, everyone, color commentary.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was uh, Amir Hadia Hametovic. Uh, see, I didn't um, want to
1: pronounce that name, but. So. <laughs>
0: yeah, who uh, decided he was gonna try to win the ball back from Lens and absolutely just like stomped on his shin. Uh, referee gave him a yellow card to the VAR. Was like, you might want to look back at that. Uh,
1: yeah, it looked dirty. It did look back, dirty. gave him a too. red.
0: Fun fact: um, I remember, I think it was last season. Lenz had like a great game against Konya, and like completely embarrassed Hazi Hamatovich before getting an assist. Like, you not him. So I wonder if that was retribution. Maybe he just Uh-oh. doesn't like him. Um, <laughs> Interesting. So um, everyone, you know yeah. all about
1: that. They come, they coming at you too. on the the local pitches. Um, Yeah, man. Terrible tackle. And I'll be honest, like, when I first saw it, I thought, oh, that's a red card. And then I saw him get the yellow card, saw the replay, and I thought, yeah, okay, whatever. I guess, you know, I was willing to take that at face value. But I guess on on review, I I think that was certainly the right call.
0: Yeah, he, like, put all of his weight onto this man's – lens not this man's lens is shin uh, yeah so that's but they, they don't like that uh that generally the like if it's the shin or the achilles um you're looking at a red card uh obviously like if it's higher than that like your your, your chest that's very bad also but like if it's usually the foot yeah Usually a yellow card, and then you know, shinner above or above the foot is usually red, so no real arguments. And there. what
1: really swayed me personally was just I think anytime you see a tackle that you immediately identify could injure somebody very easily,
0: yeah, uh, you know, that's kind of, the, red, like that's the a red flag. Right right breaking. Yeah. That's why they big, big, maybe big back thing. in the 70s, Ugh. might not have been a red, but nowadays that's a clear red, so
1: yeah, um, but so yeah, and then. With that, already a man down, we—or I guess we were a man up—we uh, just were all out in attack, and it—it it became like at first it was like, oh, we gotta all breathe this collective sort of sigh of relief, we're gonna be okay. They're a man down, and then like it was just like attack after attack after attack after attack. I was like, wait a minute, is this gonna be a problem? You know, <laughs> are we? Uh, and then in the 34th minute, Domenico Vita gets a yellow card. Do you recall that one, everyone?
0: yeah that was the the controversial one uh, vita there was like a like a, a counter-attack opportunity for Konya, and there was i think we had three men back uh you know he could have just dropped off instead he just launches himself like like a leaping slide tackle like you know he has to jump to get there um he gets to the ball and then absolutely clatters into him yeah um so with this stud, one one foot studs up, uh, it wasn't like he like land, like planted the same way, as he was sliding. But it looked pretty ugly. Um, no VAR was called, so we were. It was a definitely a potential red. Um, players, you know, crowded the ref, but I, th- I think because you know he clearly got the ball beforehand. I
1: think that's yeah,
0: that's why. Saved him, yeah. That, if he didn't get the ball, he was almost certainly going off. So
1: it was obviously a carnival offense, and I think what what's sort of what the judge is weighing there is like um, intent, you know, and and by hitting, by getting the ball first and so clearly, uh, I think it it kind of dispels negative intent. But it was
0: a pretty stupid challenge, like he had no reason to fly into that challenge, it wasn't like that desperate of a situation.
1: No, it was not. Uh, Perhaps I think he very clearly knew that he could get to the ball first, but in a way that almost makes it Worse, because it's like he knows he's gonna go in and make contact. So I don't. It almost like removes the intent thing. But okay. Anyway, um, but so still we're attacking, attacking, attacking. Uh, it's looking a little dire in that. Like again, now we have a guy with a yellow card. He could easily get another one, knowing Domingo's Vita. And they did have
0: one or two counters in that first half.
1: Yeah, exactly. But it would it would finally happen. A goal is scored by. Burak Yilmaz who but Burak and uh, yeah man I hand it to you sir
0: yeah so actually technically Ridvon gets the assist for this oh did he so in, like, in
1: the yeah it's
0: an unin- yeah yeah it's an unintentional assist because he basically just gave it to him and then Burak did like went on a marauding run um, I heard him talk got the about, ball about on how the he did like, he said he got the assist, Yeah, he's like, <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's an assist, but it's not a key pass or a chance created. Let's just put it that way. He basically just gave the ball to him on the sideline. Brook took the ball, cut in, beat his man. Then just from like 20 meters, just unleashed a dipping, curling, you know, swirling shot. Goalie just, you know, with cement heels stuck in the ground. Couldn't believe. Banger. Colosso. Screamer. 1-0.
1: Yeah, I mean, what can you say, honestly? Like, we needed a goal so bad, and we had all these great sort of chances that we... I don't know what's the word I'm looking for. That's not a bad word. <laughs> that we. I was just like pissed away, but whatever. Um, and finally, he puts one away that he has no business putting away. It was in distance. Nice shot. Everything about it. Classy. Uh, and so, yeah, we have the lead and it would not take much longer so that goal came in the 40th minute in the 47th minute so two minutes in extra time another goal uh, assisted by burak yilmaz and he'd have his name on each goal this today or on that day um but diaby would put it away so uh we mentioned him pre-match uh what, what 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 tell us about it everyone
0: yeah if you remember the alanya game I'm not going to say his goal is exactly the same, but the Alanya game was he and Burak played four passes between each other. Like, boom, 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 one touch. And then he had a one-touch finish. This one was a little bit different, but the same type of, uh, you know, like, you know, wow link-up play. So they played a one-two and then, like, right, about, like, 25 yards out and, like, within shooting range. And then Diaby cut it back one more, like, one more time. And Burak just like, a, you know, heel flick. And there's two defenders, he's passing right into you're like, all right, this is gonna get intercepted. Somehow it's perfectly weighted into like right in between defenders, right on Diaby's foot, splits the defenders, he's through on goal, uh just you know, just calmly slots the ball into the opposite corner.
1: Again with his left foot, which I think like he did goalie. last week yeah.
0: too. He is a lefty, so that would make okay, sense. Fair enough. <laughs> that, that <was laughs> um But yeah, but yeah he's but, um,
1: got a decent left foot on him, I suppose.
0: Yeah, so I think he shows himself to be way more comfortable in the middle, playing off of Burak oh, yeah. on the wing. He's kind of just useless; can't really cut in.
1: Um, I mean, again, it's I just think we very, called that though. We early on, I think Khan may have still been my co-host at the time, but um, yeah, we, we said his position should be as a secondary striker. He's not, he's not an out-and-out striker. Although we were curious to see how he'd perform there. Um, but yeah, that he was not a he was not a winger. He clearly didn't have the the touch on the wing.
0: Yeah, he's, he's fast, but you need more than speed at this level. Yeah, so exactly,
1: and he's not like he's not in kudu fast. You know what I mean? It's like
0: no, and he definitely doesn't have that great dribbling, exactly. Yeah, so.
1: um, but anyway, so that was right before the half. Hell of a time to score, they say. Um, yeah, so we go into the half up two nil. Only Konya, uh, Konya actually does not make a sub at the half, but they, they make a sub at the back, on their back line in the 49th minute, um, so right as the half gets underway, 52nd minute, boom, another goal, and I mean, perhaps the best goal of the game, honestly, I mean, in, a, in a match with three really nice goals.
0: I don't know about that one. I, mean, I don't have to say it's the worst goal, but that's just the me.
1: Chip? Are you kidding me? What?
0: It's a nice chip, but the other two were like worldies. You're still carrying that yeah, hate yeah.
1: from the Quaresma era, man. No, oh, you just got no. A- that was a beautiful goal, man. I thought that was beautiful.
0: <laughs> it was, but the other goals were better.
1: <sighs> All right, well, what is, so So, tell us what happened. You're going to have to... You're um, gonna have to uh, yeah, so Konya just
0: gave the ball away like, for like basically no reason. There wasn't any pressing going on. I just gave it away. Yeah, that was... Uh, to Burak Burak picked his head up and did like a splitting through ball to Lenz um, no catching him um, goalie comes out like right to the top of the box like you know where he can't really use his hands um, to try to slide out Lens, and Lenz just calmly dinks it over him Back ball in lands too, in the you know, go- it
1: wasn't like a uh, a front foot dink it was one of those classy you know kinda across his body with his right foot you know Anyway,
0: so yeah, (laughs) like exactly like the one he tried versus on a couple years ago, if you remember, but missed it. Yeah, exactly. This time he got it though. Um, not with you know, with a little salty about that one. Years apparently. Um, yeah.
1: But yeah, I mean that really iced this match, and it was exactly what we needed. The timing was right too, because the half had just gone underway. It was just seven minutes into the first half. Um, three nil we're up. But again, Burak Yilmaz had his name on all three goals.
0: Two assists and a goal for the second week in a row.
1: Yeah, and I mean, we're going to cut this somewhat short, the whole match talk, because we have so much news this week, actually. Um, And the
0: game really died down after 3-0.
1: Yeah, and Um, once it was 3-0, there wasn't much. I will um, sort of just breeze through the subs made so you guys have a sense of who played for us, because that's always interesting these days, with five subs especially. Uh, but yeah, so Nkudu came out in the 70th minute, and Boateng came in. Uh, Tyler Boyd came in for Germain Lens, and Nejip came in for Atiba, which was you, you. an interesting decision. Uh, and what that created, basically, uh, with Tyler Boyd on the right side and Boateng, I don't know what position.
0: Like, what, he played as a number 10. Boateng, slid, the, the who slid to the, the
1: was, it, was Tyler Boyd on the left side? I
0: don't even remember. Boyd Boy definitely played, I think, on no, the side. No, he right was on the side.
1: right side, yeah, because he kept you know, getting Burak pulled into
0: was, the center. Rock was, was, was going to the wing. It was like everyone just shifting randomly all around there, just kind of, you know, not really taking it seriously, you could say.
1: Um, I mean, it all amounted into somehow... And, and I actually think Boateng was responsible for this because like, he was he was sort of glory hunting for much of the end of the game. Wow, we have some fireworks out in the streets tonight. Do um, you hear that? Do you hear that? No. Oh, bummer. Um, anyway, uh, but so yeah, there was this scrum that was created by Boateng kind of holding on to the ball too much and uh, not being very efficient with his passing. Uh, But so, yeah, none of those subs played particularly well or stood out. Um, Later in the match, in the 78th minute, Guven Yalchin would come in for the goal-scoring Diaby. And in the 84th minute, uh, Kartal Yilmaz would come in for El Neni. Uh, Ridvan Yilmaz and Tyler Boyd would get yellow cards in the 87th minute. I don't... Recall what that was about? You, I would. You think you'd remember two guys getting a card at the
0: same time? I remember Boyd. Yeah, Boyd tried to like, uh, like turn on the ball, like with the bomb his foot, so he like kind of jumped up. You know, and you have to use your studs to uh, roll the ball, but uh, the guy poked the ball away from him, and then he just like was in the air, so obviously he couldn't stop his foot. It's not possible. Um, then he just went down and like clipped the guy, and he got a yellow card. It was kind of. I don't really think it was even a foul, to be honest. But one of yeah. those days for him. Um, yeah. And now he's suspended for next game. So
1: nice. So, do you have any comments on the, on the, how any of the subs played? Like it was, it was like as you said, it was not very pretty.
0: Yeah, uh, I don't know why he wait. I feel like 53rd minute of the game was done. Not like done, done, but uh, I would have liked to have seen. Subs by the 60th minute you wait to the 70th lens played 70 minutes, even though he was supposed to have had a grade one thigh strain I didn't see the point of that. We didn't get to see Carthol. He only played six minutes. Um, I Don't understand the point of that. I didn't like the subs too much the timing or The order
1: yeah, we, I didn't Nejit like played 20 I, I,
0: minutes I, and Quartel played six. That was a little bit
1: I didn't beyond like, me, but. I didn't like Boateng and Nejit coming in in that first batch I didn't see the need for like in the case of Tang, I I get why you'd start him you know as probably our second best number 10 right theoretically um, but if you're not gonna start him he's probably already somewhat unsettled so I don't like he's not gonna be like really pleased about getting 20 minutes at the end of a, like garbage time of a blowout so I don't really see how that's particularly beneficial like you know even In terms of just like keeping him happy or whatever, right? So uh, that was bad. And Nedjip, you know, we all, we just, we just know what he is. We have guys who we want to see play and and how good they are. So um, do you agree or disagree?
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: Yeah. And then who was the sub? Oh, Guven. Guven came in from Diaby. Yeah, yeah. whatever. That's fine. I guess. I'm all right with that, I guess. Um, yeah, but so all in all, pretty good, good match. Three nil. You can't be unhappy about. And again, I mean, I'll hand it over to you now for some stat talk, but I think you could say we were fairly dominant and we may, we've managed to keep playing that, that style that we've been playing and, and we've been playing well now. And we, we said even against Antalya, we were fairly dominant. Just couldn't find the back of the net. And now we're starting to find the back of the net, even without the IH, right? Which, uh, Diaby for the IH, yeah, that was the, obviously the main concern, I think, for most of us. So, uh, for him to even get on the scoreboard, not bad. But what do you think, yeah. Ebron, and, and take over with the stats from there, too?
0: I mean, I think the, the game's a little bit overplayed in terms of the quality that we saw. Um, like, expected goal wise, our expected goal was one. Um, Yikes. There's this 0. .5 so that gives us about a 48% chance of winning based on XG I think for being a man up the whole game we weren't that great um, especially Konya kind of sucks I'm not gonna lie yeah. um,
1: they were not so it was not pretty I, I must say I think the end of the before
0: match before Burak scored that goal which is basically on his own like you don't you know that's not like a, a well I mean there was some passing in but you know a shot from outside the box from, from like you know the side side of the box is not common Um, it's not that you can expect every week so for me this was not one of our best performances Mm -hmm. but at the same time we also didn't create like a single chance after the 53rd minute so that also kind of hurts you know the um the xg count because we basically just stopped playing
1: yeah well i've I've spoken at length about this sort of how garbage time can distort yeah. your perception of players and...
0: And I, do, I was a little concerned how Konya did still manage to create one or two chances, even a man down. Um,
1: Although, not much at the, the end, end of the game. That was more
0: towards yeah, the, end of the first half. Yeah, it was half. more... Yeah, more towards the first half. But still, like, when it was when the game was, like, you know, in the balance 0-0, zero, zero, they yeah. still, like, had one or two decent chances, which was... Even
1: when it was still just 1-0, I
0: think. Yeah. So, um... All in all, I guess not a bad game, but uh, I think we got a little help from our individual quality. Uh, I mean, overall stats, you'll see 70% possession, 15 shots to four. Um, We only created two big chances. They created one big chance. Um, Obviously, we deserve to win. I'm not saying that, but it wasn't like, you know, it wasn't like we absolutely, like, I think the dynasty game was more of an example of us really dominating. Yes, this was like a decent game. I think without Laiage, we definitely lacked that um, that killer ball. That's still my opinion.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I think that you were also onto something when you know it's it's a hell of a thing to to be in garbage time in the fifty third minute. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, uh, it it really slowed everything down. Um, it's it's in but a way still it's a shame. three
0: goals, unexpected one, which I think shows that we you know we're very. Efficient when in like past weeks, like tribe zone game, I think our XG was like four, and we scored two. Um, Honestly, things like that.
1: The, my sense of it was the the flow of it was that once, especially they were man down, we were. Yeah, no, they were man down. Um, We put a lot of effort in, term to, in terms of trying to get on the scoreboard. Once we finally scored, that energy diminished a lot, and. um, Like you said, like they even I thought equal almost equalized once, but um, we did. The second and third goals were just like yeah, somewhat run of the mill. Like it's not like we were dominating and pressing. We just like got upfield, put it away, and it was oh wow, that was. Surprisingly easy, right? It looked, it looked like this was going to be a lot more difficult for, you know, whatever Yeah, and all mill the mills. goals
0: were based off of Burak having a good game. Yeah, Like exactly. if Burak played like garbage, none of those goals would have happened. So then that goal would have had to come from another source. Yes,
1: exactly. Which I
0: think we saw a lot in other parts of the season. So it's like, for me, it's, a, it's not like, you know, it's not my favorite game of the season. Uh, I'm not getting, you know, I wouldn't get too hyped up. We still have five games left to win. Yes, indeed. Um,
1: no, I mean I think everybody sort of rested on their lords a bit once once we had the match sort of you know, especially yeah. two once it was two nil. I mean the third one really just absolutely killed it. It was it was hard to watch. I even remember saying, God, yeah. like Konya really sucks because they're down three nil and it look and they're facing relegation and it looks like they don't really even care that much, you know. Like obviously they're a man down, but still, you know, it was it was hard to watch. Yeah. Uh, but it didn't. It does, it's not good that we couldn't make anything of it either. I thought all of the guys that came on as subs were looking to. The subs were trying to do way too much because uh, they're all trying to impress and use their limited opportunities um, to to get starting spots or to get more playing time. So I think they were all forcing things a little bit. Um, with a, that combined with a number of guys tired and it being garbage time in the game, you know them playing a full match and that heat and everything, so. Yeah, it wasn't pretty. Um, but yeah, any other like notable stats you want to mention before we move on?
0: Um, well, I guess Ridvan was one of the like, I guess like a low key low light. He had ninety eight percent pass success. Um, we'll ignore his shooting performance of the day because that was horrendous. Um, but uh, he won five out of seven duels. Um, he completed three tackles out of four, so he had a very good defensive performance. Um, not so amazing going forward, but you know did what he had to do. Uh, so for you know nineteen-year-old was pretty good. And Arison made two big saves. Yeah, Ersen's that's all you can so. really ask for a young goalie. You know, stay awake. Exactly. When you only and every really, that's why like the big team goalies a lot like you know they don't have that rhythm. I think Arison always looks very calm. So like whenever the you know the time comes. He generally steps up, which I think is a good sign. So,
1: Yeah, I mean, certainly in those two, you're actually starting to see the future come into play here. It's exciting. Uh, they're both so young and, you know, playing well, you have to say. You know, knock on wood, obviously. Because uh, you really, you know, form is a fickle thing in that regard. You know, we've seen players have a good few games and then not really pan out. Kyle Larin, Guven Yalchin. Uh, but yeah, it'd be nice if these guys could really be fixtures in our, in our lineup or at the very least our rotation. But, um, yeah, let's quickly move on. To, uh, fi- final thing. Well, who's your man of the match here today?
0: Hey, there's only one man of the match. I mean, Burak yeah. basically had to got every goal. Um, not by himself, but you know, had a huge part to play in every goal Four chances created. Um, one amazing goal, scored. Uh, yeah, that's really all you can say. He also completed three out of three tackles, which is a lot for a striker. Uh, he dove a lot also. <laughs> I think we forgot to mention that. I was like, he's just diving all over the place in the first half. <laughs> but, uh, you know, classic Burak.
1: So. Yeah, no, he was phenomenal. And hey, those moments of brilliance really made the match for us. So, yeah, I don't, nobody can disagree with that one on that match uh if i had to think of a second one i'd probably go with airson honestly i think he had enough sort of key contributions there as far as as you said staying awake uh that yeah you know he did everything he he could basically um my low light would probably be pretty much all of the subs you know none of them yeah stood out and they all were trying too hard to to do too much with too little or whatever whatever it is but I yeah, not not one of them
0: except Carthol. He didn't really. Yeah, he was very calm as always. I didn't
1: see anything. I mean, just five minutes I, to play. I don't recall him. Did he even touch the ball?
0: Yeah, I think yeah. He had ten ten out of ten passes completed. He just basically did everything. One touch. Good. Very calm. That's
1: so. good. Uh, but yeah, you know, so yeah, with the exception of Carthol, fair enough. But he he really only played like eight minutes or something. So yeah. Um. But uh. Yeah. Uh do you have another low light, like specifically?
0: No. Um think all all in all the whole team was pretty good. Uh Atiba has like the lowest rating according to like, you know the ratings. Uh, but How those don't really mean much. Those? Yeah, he just he basically just did his job. It wasn't his greatest game, it wasn't his worst game. Um, you know, all reliable. say,
1: he was fairly solid in that he did like he actually even uh, He had a few sort of aggressive moves where he used his body to sort of like muscle a guy off the ball and take it. And I thought, oh, that's like the Atiba of old. So he's gone from central midfielder back to his uh, his good old self. But anyway, um, yeah, man. Good match, I guess. 3-0. You were underwhelmed by it, I think we can say. I feel okay with it. You know, I think it was just the circumstances of kind of scoring as easily as we did honestly especially two and three um, but yeah that's it we have three points that's the best we could hope for and a, a three more goals to our goal differential which could matter uh, as things are getting exciting at the top of the table let's talk about that a little bit um, anything else to say about the match before we really just move into the the rest of the super league um no so let's do it. Um, so, Beshiktash is now still, it's like so many weeks in a row of this, fifth place. 50 points now, though. And now this is where things start to get exciting. Um, beneath us, we have some space still. Uh, four points behind between us and Fenner, who are right behind us. And uh, five points with, between us and Alanya, who are one spot beneath Fenner. So, Things are looking pretty good as far as, like, not going any further down, you'd hope. Uh, But now, above us is where things get especially exciting. As I said, we have 50 points. Galatasaray, who is in fourth place, right above us, has 52. Meaning, one weekend could be all it takes for them to be in fifth and us in fourth. Uh, Sivas, in third, has 53 points compared to our 50 And, uh, so Sivas, with Sivas in third, we could le- end the week level on points with them. So if Sivas and Galets I both lose outright, we could find ourselves in a tie for third, probably more, I guess, fourth place based on head-to-head, but whatever. Uh, I'm not so worried about Sivas. Now, even more interestingly, I guess, no, that's honestly not true. Uh, uh, further ahead of us in second place is Travzon with 58 points, 8 points ahead of us, and Bashakshi here uh, in first with 60 points, both of them drawing on the weekend. I uh, guess everyone, give us a, a review of the match.
0: The weekend, yeah. Uh, so Basakshir played Gala and they tied each other, um, so that's why they both dropped 2 points. Um... The big, not maybe not shock, but the big result was Kayseri winning at Sivas 2 0. Um, you know, the relegation fighters, they were previously bottom of the table are now only separated by goal difference in the relegation zone. But uh, yeah, so Gala tied by 1 1. And then Trabzon dropped points to Ankara Guju, another relegation fighting team, who is actually bottom of the table. So yeah. kind of about to drop points again. Um, Fanabacha scraped through They were down 2-1 in the 90th minute to Malazia Sport And then Ozan Tufan scores twice in stoppage time So they maintained 4 points behind us And Alanya dropped points again Second week in a row Tide's so now they're 5 points behind us So now we kind of have this cushion from below And now we're right into that 3rd place fight That we were hoping for um, If we didn't lose to Antalya We'd be in real good shape right now But there's still 5 games to go uh, Kaiseri next Monday. So, yeah. um, basically,
1: and, every result went our way. Yeah, that was like, uh, in the minimum, in the minimal sense, as far as us getting that third place, which, as we sort of agreed, would be the ultimate goal. That said, for the dreamers out there, <laughs> 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 I know I'm not the only one. No, I'm kidding. I'm not. I don't actually believe in. I'm not that uh much of an optimist but um the ideal result would have been galantis and i drawing with bachakshahir um to keep here within reach <laughs> <laughs> now the only like here basically needs just a win and a draw in the remaining five matches and they're without they're, they're out of reach so it's definitely not a, a realistic dream. That said, here have a track record of collapsing, and they seem to be in the process of doing it again. Trabzon now again eight points away from us. Now this yeah, coming week,
0: is the one that's collapsing right now.
1: Yeah, well, so this coming week
0: okay. we have some interesting. They pictures. play Gala, yeah.
1: Trabzon is playing Gala, Başakşehir is playing Antalya, who is. Undefeated down ten matches in a row, so things stand to reason that. I mean, I don't know. It could be interesting. It could be an interesting time. No matter what happens, it's going to be interesting. We want Trabzon to beat Galatas today. I think we can say definitively. Definitely,
0: we don't want Galat to win.
1: Um, So for the dreamers that we're hoping for us to overtake first, you'll have to put that dream on hold. Uh, I don't think you want a draw for Trabzon and Galatasaray because uh, that would then... I mean, actually, I think we have the head-to-head over Galatasaray, don't we? Yeah,
0: we do have the head-to-head.
1: So I guess, you know, you could live with the draw, I suppose. Um, which would then put us just six points behind Trabzon's board, by the way. If Trabzon and Galatasaray drew, we would leapfrog Galatasaray into fourth place uh, if Bus loses, we would be tied with them on fifty-three points. And with on with fifty-nine, we'd just be six be points six back. Points. <laughs> We're coming for you! <laughs> <laughs> what is their nickname? They're like the olive. No, they're the anchovies. The, that's what. Yeah, the Hamstead. The Hamstead. We're coming for you, anchovies. Um, I actually have no interest in anchovies. I'll be honest. Like, you can, you can keep them on my pizzas, for example. Um. But uh, yeah, what do you think? What are your thoughts on the table right now, everyone?
0: It's classic Turkish league. Uh, can't don't don't skip a weekend. Definitely not. Uh, bottom of the table is. I was gonna say yeah. Very tight. Top of the table is very tight. Uh, I think it'll probably go down in the last weekend.
1: The relegation table is perhaps more exciting than the uh, the championship one. Um, Ankara Guju now is in, in, in at the bottom of with 25 points Konya is right above them with 27 and then Kayseri and Yeni Malatya have 28 Zize 29 Gensler 31 Denizli 32 so that yeah. like that and, and even I guess Kasim Pasha and Gazi, Gazi here with 35 are in theory yeah, within range fine. I think they're I'm looking okay. at a
0: seven team I would say at least a seven team dogfight right now
1: yeah, and Casting Pasha just uh, won, so th- they helped themselves. Going yeah, they forward. won five
0: in a row, so they were in their relegation zone previously. But
1: yeah, so they, they've there. helped themselves with late results. Uh, but so, yeah, really an exciting, just the whole league is exciting. The Super League remains the most exciting league in the world, I would say. Most interesting. You, maybe not the most talented, but that's a different conversation um yeah stay tuned everyone lots to uh take place for sure evron lead us forward there's so much news to cover still
0: yeah (laughs) you want me to start rattling them off
1: yeah well let's start with uh outgoing players right guys who are currently uh, yeah. on the team so i think we'll start with who uh, gokango no no uh, yeah let's go with Gokan no contract
0: okay so there's a whole this is everything we're going to talk about today is Orta Chizgi, you know yeah. exclusives which they're considered the most um
1: they dropped like a, a flood of they, yeah
0: an absolute flood today gave so us a ton to of work um there's been rumors i think last week we discussed that get already agreed contract Uh, they say he only had a preliminary meeting so far so they're meeting for like the first time officially next week so probably no numbers have been agreed on um maybe that was the the contract like mentioned but yeah basically that rumor has been somewhat debunked Um, but they're obviously in good standings if they're meeting
1: uh yeah it's promising for anyone who wants to stick around because i think it definitely suggests that there's a possibility there at the very least yeah
0: and then I think there's just the one other outgoing
1: yeah and that would probably be Guven Yeltsin and that's like a real legitimate it's not just a contract thing yeah he'd be he would be bought or sold so to speak so what's you know who's looking at him
0: Um the unnamed French and Russian teams both have offered a massive 1 million euros for him (laughs) And apparently he's the only player in the entire squad who has any offers so far
1: yeah that's the troubling yeah. side of that yeah player, that's, so.
0: that's a yike but uh yeah I don't assume the club would accept that but um, I think it's kind of within the ballpark based on how bad he's been of what we can expect so uh,
1: yeah I mean I'd like, like two million maybe <laughs> yeah um well we'll see how it goes I mean you almost I, I'd I'd almost rather loan him out if we could get guaranteed playing time for him rather than sell him for just one mil, right? Because he could probably increase his value just getting regular playing it time somewhere. Lead, yeah. yeah, or not. Yeah, or he just he's a complete bust. But anyway, um, let's get to the exciting stuff, which is obviously the incoming. Um, let's go over the stuff that we've already sort of been through, first of all. Starting with, obviously, the keeper, we've talked a lot about, boy, so many names. Most recently, there was talk of a, of a fellow coming from Russia. Is he Russian or did he didn't just play in Russia?
0: Yeah, he is Russian.
1: But so there's news on that front, Krzyuk, Stanislav, because Stanislav sounds almost like Czech or something, <laughs> but anyway, uh, Stanislav Krzyuk is, uh, what's the story there?
0: Um, apparently we had an agreement. Um, With him, yeah, but Um, he's beat. He's a free agent at the end of the season. But again, was kind of like, what's the point of bringing in an expensive foreigner to sit on the bench, Um, type thing? So I guess huge
1: voter confidence for
0: yeah for Ersen yes the the you know the pendulum is swinging back towards Volkan Baba John. He's currently the backup at Bashakçı. Obviously, former Turkish national team goalie. I think that makes the most sense. Uh, I do too. I do too. Chris Duke still has. I mean, he's not like at his peak value. He didn't, he didn't do that great this year, but yeah, he's not as far removed from his peak as Babajan is, um, and he'd probably command a much higher salary. So
1: yeah, of all the guys, it that doesn't we've been make sense at. to
0: have a, a foreigner on the bench. Exactly. That's just kind of silly.
1: And I would imagine, uh, as far as like Sinan Bolat versus Volkan Babajan, I would imagine Volkan Babajan, who's already a backup. Being far more likely to sort of fill that role, but we shall see. Uh, We can just hope that it's not going to be Utku. I wonder what there's.
0: Who did
1: was Utku our backup this this last week, or was it the other the new guy?
0: No, yeah, Utku was the backup Mm -hmm. this week. Mm -hmm.
1: So no news on whoever that guy is, still. Um, Moving (laughs) along, I guess. So yeah, that's it for the goalkeeper front. The news within the news there, obviously, is that Ersin. Destanolu is getting a vote of confidence from Sergen which is good. Um, what should we do next? Let's do Ninua. We've also already spoken about uh, Nika Ninua. What's the story there?
0: Yeah, so I think I'm not sure if we mentioned last week, but okay. they were talking yeah. about an 800,000 fee. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, that's not the case. Uh, they this is gonna uh, this would be very cheap. This is 500,000 euros to be paid in three installments. Um, I don't we don't know. I'm assuming that'd be even installments. You're looking like a little bit over 160K, I think, per payment or something like that, Um, which is not a lot or 170K. Not bad Um, bad math,
1: everyone. That's
0: like a, yeah, it's like a, down payment for a house for some people so for, for a big club that's not a lot yeah for Khan, and then the salary is only supposed to be in the 250 to 300k range which i think we can all agree is very good based on how much you are paying our other players um yeah
1: yeah i mean it's it's i i hate to to be a broken record but you know lot lotto thing. <laughs> you really, you got to buy a ticket if you want to win. So yeah, uh, I like it. It's 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 a cheap ticket, you know, why not? Let's see what happens. Imagine he comes, he becomes like a regular player for us. Even if he's just like a rotation player who we can rely on as a backup for that price, that's not bad. Although you don't want a foreigner there yep. theoretically, but still, I mean, yeah, whatever. Also
0: with that investment, it's possible you would be loaned out, but um, be, we'll see.
1: It's sure true. It's for anyone who'd want to loan him out from a smaller from a smaller team or a lower division. He's pretty affordable too. Uh, but like, let's see. Hope maybe. Hopefully, I think we can even say he'll be able to contribute. Yeah, there was
0: also I think we didn't mention there was a video of him. He didn't. He was not in the squad with his team's game this week uh, in the Georgian league, uh, and then there was a video of him actually watching the Dutch game on his phone.
1: Whoa, there we yeah. go. I mean this one sounds very real, honestly. There's way yeah. too much specific information now. I think we can almost count this one as done and dusted.
0: The video is real. It's not fake. Um There you go. So there we
1: go.
0: I think it was actually the last game of first Dennis sport if I remember correctly. Well so. the game he was watching, but still it's was a bitch touch game. Good, good. good, good. Uh, you got to see Burok's face on the whatever he's <laughs> <Nice. laughs> watching, so um
1: so, yeah, I mean, that one does sound real uh, as opposed to this next one, uh, Bernard Mensah, who for the record <laughs> plays for Kaiser Sport, who we are playing in this upcoming week, uh, but he's he suspended, is suspended. Though. He picked he up will, yellow. Uh, He will not be playing against us. So for those of you who might be looking to scout him, uh, you will. Don't worry. It's not that he's so bad that he can't crack into their lineup. Uh, it's that he is suspended, but
0: uh, he scored against Steve Oz last week. <laughs> <so>.
1: <laughs> Tell us a little did bit about us, it. did us
0: a favor and then got <laughs> suspended. Absolute lad,
1: yeah, go. Uh, <laughs> tell us about this guy a little bit. What
0: do you know um, about Mensa? Yeah,
1: I think let's say that it's not the most realistic one, right? Because he's probably too expensive.
0: They bought him last at the beginning of the season, like they finalized the loan for four million euros. Um, I think we mentioned it like a month ago or two months ago. There's rumors that they weren't paying him, so he's gonna go for free, but if that's not the case. I, I, there's no way we're meeting some sort of fee above $4 million. Um. That's just not happening. So. No. But apparently we talked to him, like, not officially. And then probably after the game, uh, even though he's not playing, sometime after the game, we will make an official offer to Kaiseri. I don't know what that will look like. Was going to be like 600 k or maybe they'll offer like seven players. We will um, pay the no. salary
1: that you owe him. <laughs> Something like yeah. that. Uh, unless it's that yeah, we do it. Um, but yeah, so from realistic to unrealistic, I'd say...
0: But there is apparently an offer being made. Uh, seems like a long shot type thing, but I think he would fit in very well to that like current Atiba role um, as that like more offensive-minded central midfielder. So
1: We'll see. We'll see. But so from unrealistic to very realistic i suppose at least in scope there is a number or actually there are a number of uh interesting you know this is more the profile of players that we've been talking about for some time as far as younger development oriented cheaper um we mentioned wellington like very briefly as a as something someone who sergan had personally requested uh, but there's a new addition to his list of requests. Is that right, Evra?
0: Yeah. Um, this one, I think, if anyone's watched the Turkish league in the past couple of years, you might remember him. Uh, Chidozi Alvaziam. He was on loan at Kassan Pasha. Um, or not, my, my apologies. At I was going to say,
1: Rize, yeah.
0: Yeah, Rize's for for six months last year from Porto. Um, this year, he's been on loan with Leganes in La Liga. Uh, where he's played 22 matches uh plays for the nigerian national team um center back but he kind of in at right back also um he has my seal of approval <laughs> put it that way the, but, the uh, age is yeah, right so apparently the
1: age is right yeah, yeah, he's, he's a free, free agent through. too right
0: no oh. he's two years left on his deal Ooh, and with porto, um, so that right? might be an issue um he plays for porto but Porto, yeah. So they loaned him out the past couple of years. What would be a real? real- I don't real- know. Do I feel like his fee's probably above two million, probably like three million. Um, that's a lot. Unless they're willing to loan him one more time with an option to buy, but.
1: I mean, what we could possibly do is, one of these like we'll loan with a one million fee, and then with like a two yeah. million option to buy, so that we can stall the payment or something.
0: Is possible. We've
1: um, been creative. That's one thing that they've been lately successful. That was I the would, say would be a good
0: transfer. Say again? Much more would be much better than the Wellington transfer. So I can see why sega wants him, especially if Vito leaves. He's very mobile. Um, if you, you know, if he for an African combination, he's played every game at right back. He's like, obviously not like a true right back, but he's good enough on the ball to play there. In the, enough uh, to you play mean play the AFCON, yeah, sure, okay. Yeah, AFCON. For Nigeria. Um, no, yeah, so, that's
1: a good squad, yeah. too. Hey, man, um, I would yeah, love it. They,
0: they lost for the final. So, I would say, uh, if that's the Vita replacement, I'd have no problem. Recovery speed would be good. Um, playing out the back would not be a problem. It's not like he's, you know, a T-Rex, as I called Rocco with his left foot last week. Um, yeah. <laughs>
1: Hard on, hard on Enzo. Poor
0: Enzo. Yeah. Um. Let's do Erzinjan first. Yeah. Uh, so, we have two, you, more. You remember, two more. We lost a game to Erzinjan Spore earlier in the season, but knocked him out in the cup 3 2 on aggregate. I don't even think it's Erzinjan uh, Spore, right? It's Erzinjan 21 or something. <laughs> yeah, it's 24 Erzinjan Spore.
1: 24 Erzinjan.
0: They play in the 4th division, uh, they were vying for promotion for Corona. Um, so they have a 21 year old winger named Kerem Akturkoglu. Uh He scored 17 goals in 28 games with 1 assist. Um, he's a former Basakshir youth player and uh, apparently Bistesh has some sort of interest. Um, it's not like super serious, uh, there's been no offers but they talked on the phone. Apparently, with, I guess it was him and his agent talked to the club. They zoomed, and, I believe. On the phone. Yeah. So they, obviously, he's a free agent, he scored a lot of goals. Teams are broke. So they're looking towards, you know, this type of player. He's
1: in the, uh, Dokkan Inji sort of, uh, mold, I suppose. Yeah.
0: Right. Low, low so, uh, and success. And then also, he played, um, two matches against us. So they've seen him before against, you know, higher level opposition in the fourth tier. But, uh, it's possible it happens. He's a free agent, would be very low salary, obviously, but uh, nothing like official movements have been made, just, you know, preliminary talks.
1: Sort of a Mehmet accused.
0: Yeah, it's possible he's just trying to, you know, build interest and then sign for like Bursa Spor or something. You never know. but yeah. be It's dirty. something, yeah. we are definitely been looking at wiggers that fit this type of profile, so.
1: Yeah, I mean, like I said, the Durocan injury. So I mean, yeah, maybe that means things have cooled with him. But we'll see. Um, the more exciting young guy, though, I think we could probably both agree, is the fellow who Juve has apparently already put on their short list. Uh, the Dinkji himself. What did tell us about this guy?
0: Yeah, we mentioned him last week. As like that, you know, absurd talent who has 22 goals and 13 assists in 20 games. And then U19 Bundesliga. So, apparently Werder Brevin says we're not selling him. So, now Bissach will officially offer to loan him for next season. Um, whether or not that's accepted, I don't know. Um, I mean, in comparison, I think I remember I brought up like Juventus played in the same league a couple years back. He had like 10 goals in 26 games. So, um, presumably he's good.
1: So, what numbers uh, did think put
0: up? Um, 22 goals, 12 assists in 20 games, which is like Damn. basically what Messi does in senior football, but obviously it's U19 Bundesliga North Division. So. Yeah,
1: not quite the same, but uh, still, that's yeah, exactly. it's not quite,
0: quite the same.
1: I mean, considering that he'd be coming in to challenge uh, Guvenialcín
0: and and he also selected Turkey to play for hey, instead of Germany. So, uh,
1: but yeah, he'd be he'd be competing with Guvenialcín and Gumut for that backup role behind Burak. Uh, but behind Burak, you can guarantee you're going to get some time, for sure, especially in a season where we're in potentially three competitions. Uh, so, it, you know, he would come, he would play, probably a lot. Um, Burak
0: Yilmaz could theoretically... He also can play as a waker, so... Well,
1: and what's interesting is, like, for example, right, I think Besiktas would probably try to get him for, like, a two-year loan, right? Because he's young enough that a, a team in the Bundesliga is not going to be starting him yet. But um, you know we could probably utilize him for a little bit.
0: Probably take whatever we could get.
1: Uh, <laughs> That's probably true too. Being, uh, uh, but I, you know, I would imagine that we would probably try to get him for a little bit longer since
0: it's not like we're gonna get. He has two years left on his contract. So oh, okay. I
1: mean, but we're not gonna get would, like, a buyout clause on him, and if we did, it would be very expensive. So. Yeah, I don't know. That's that's a complicated one. Unless he
0: re-signs a new deal and then comes on loan with us beforehand. But there's a lot to be, you know, dealt with here before. But Bishash is interested. And I think if it all, if Werder Brevin says yes, it will happen. That's what I think.
1: Interesting. Uh, but so, yeah, don't get but too excited as far cool. as it being something long-term. Because... Uh, He's definitely not staying. We're not going to be able to afford him. Uh, he's he's if you if you've already got him on their short list, I don't think.
0: Maybe you can just watch him with the Turkish national team long term <laughs> if things work out. So. Say again? And we definitely so maybe you can watch him with the Turkish national team long term. So we definitely need a new striker soon. So
1: yeah, I mean I think you could say a benefit of locking in a guy if he has a successful spell with us and has this like unfinished chapter of his career that went well long-term, you know, perhaps someday in the future when he's wrapping up his career, he'll, he'll remember as fondly, you know, when we're old men, everyone. Um, but until then, I guess at least when I am, you're, you'll be fine. That's it. That's all we got. Yeah. So, uh, we should briefly mention, uh, who we're playing next week and when. So as we said earlier, we're going to be playing Kaiser Sport this coming week. We have the late match in this uh, coming one. It's on Monday. So it's Monday, 2 p.m. for the on the Eastern Standard, you know, for us on the East Coast. Which I think again means 8 p.m. in Central Europe and 9 p.m. in Turkey. Um, 9 p.m. on a Monday night. I guess they don't have to worry about selling seats. <laughs> Fans, yeah. Um, yeah, Kaiseri. What are your thoughts? I mean, it could be tough, right? Kayseri's still, uh, very much in the scrum of of that relegation battle we mentioned earlier, um, at, on the upper end of it at, at least. But they they can't afford to relax for, for sure.
0: Yeah, this, this is a big game for them. But uh, they're you know their star player, as you mentioned, Mensa is suspended. Um, they are in very good form i don't think they're particularly unbeatable they're a very defensive team um kind of they play like a back four or five type thing hybrid uh one thing to look out for is one of their defenders got injured last week Rienstra from the netherlands and they subbed in yasher subashi and then he got suspended also nice. wow. um so i'm not sure what their defensive setup will be um if the guy who's injured is back or not, but they're missing two players to suspension. They're one being their main player, and I don't think going forward they're that dangerous, um, especially on the counter. Other uh, strikers are not that fast. Uh, Mensa's pretty quick, but he's he's out. Um, so I, I think we should be okay, uh, but we do have a history of blowing it in Kaiser. So you know
1: they have uh, Diego Angelo Sapunado. Their defense is not bad, but. That they play with, with three guys back, and uh, that's going to be hard for them, having, like, d- two, two men down, so that'll be interesting. Um, yeah, I mean, stay tuned, obviously. There's plenty to play for. It's going to be a very exciting last five weeks for the Super League. Uh, I certainly can't wait, although we're going to have to this week since we have the late match um obviously there's a lot of other matches that we should all be paying attention to there are a lot of other matches um what's your pick of the week everyone as far as like other matches that you're most interested in i think it's pretty easy yeah?
0: well i mean it's yeah gala trial zone is probably the the one i'll keep an eye on because you know we need them to drop points um hopefully my boy ricardo quaresma can play against sea this week uh yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, some magic they're pretty safe right now which doesn't help us but we play them next week so um you know or the week after that so hopefully they'll do us a favor um but uh
1: so yeah yeah Sivas and Kasim Pasha Galatasaray
0: there's also some relegation battles going on don't forget Pashakti
1: here, on Antalya which is exciting yeah uh yeah I mean it's just gonna be exciting all around um anyway let's wrap things up uh, follow us, as always, at Eagles underscore podcast. Follow the flagship, the mothership, at Besiktas underscore I-N-T. Follow me, at, sorry, let me do that again. Follow Evron, this guy over here, at fan of BJK. Or follow me, and follow me, Uh C9 over here, at Sir underscore rights underscore a lot uh i don't think there's anyone else to follow certainly not this week uh stay tuned for an episode with our friend mohammed aminu from Accra, ghana uh donate to my man's kit fund we get we're starting to get some donations in that's nice people contribute some money uh yeah check that out it's up on my twitter or various other places it's, uh but yeah i'll i'll keep you guys apprised on all that there's more to come uh and of course
0: there's actually one thing we forgot to mention. Okay. Uh, there's actually two games next week. There's a midweek game against Castleman's Shot for Us. Is yeah, that right? Uh, yeah, so there's two league games next week. Uh, Monday and Thursday. Uh, so I'm not sure how we'll do the episode. There might be two episodes we might
1: have, we'll have to, to do. We'll do a
0: midweek. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah, so keep your ears open
1: yeah that's important i didn't even know that uh, i haven't checked the schedule i think it was yeah. all like TBD for a while it's Interesting. interesting yeah. they are gonna speed up the end of this thing are 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 all the teams doing that sort of midweek stuff or?
0: yeah there's this is the only midweek game scheduled this game week interesting.
1: very interesting hopefully yeah. b and usa, USA. will play that and not air like spanish la liga from like Three weeks ago, or something. But who knows what you're expecting now? <laughs> uh, I must say, of course, one more thing, and that would be.
0: Go, Besiktas!
1: There's a lot to play for. Tavis. Oh, ladies, whoever's out there, uh, it's gonna be a crazy time Break me back, I Are going to We're gonna do this? Are going to win the title here? No! <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't even talk about how I would do it. 37.